0: Good evening everybody. Welcome back. This is the Undergraduate Academy, episode 10, and we are here to preview the oval test match, the final, the fifth and final test match for for the Ashes series of 2023. Uh Australia are 2 on up. They have retained the Ashes. But as as we always say there's always something to play for, isn't there, well?
1: Oh, there's there's always something to play for, Joe. There's pride. I think I think actually a bigger thing for Australia is Australia actually want to win a series in England. They very, very rarely do so. They've not done so in an incredibly long time. So since 2000, 2001, yeah. So that's basically nearly, it's 24 years? Terrible maths. Probably about 20. No, no, that's, 20 no, not that is It's 22 years, mate. 22 years, yeah. Oh, we're in 2023. Uh, yeah, 20, 22 years. Um, so, yeah, a bit of history for them. And they, I think it's one thing that lots of Australian players to make, like, you see the you hear the great critics say this actually. You say they say to make a great Australian team
0: is to win in England. So really, yeah, yeah, legacy, legacy stuff, isn't it, really? Yeah. All um, legacy. And obviously it's come off the back of you can't say it's controversial. I'm not talking controversial in terms of the Lord's sense, which was weird controversy, but uh fourth test, England dominate, five hundred and eighty, having bowled out Australia for uh, what was it? Three o seven or something, two hundred eighty. Yeah, it was around there. I thought it was three nineteen. Oh, my... Yeah, and it was an absolute dicking. Like probably one hundred eighty nine off one hundred eighty two, run of ninety nine off ninety for Bearstow. Uh, Root runs, Brook runs, Stokes runs, just wood unbearable with his pace. Wokes Wokes bowled well. Wokes bowled excellently in that first innings, um, and yeah, it was just just lost a day and a half to rain, and it's now I. I mean people have uh, in my eyes, people have got a bit mardy about it, I think. some, uh to cite another another reference again, well the the great cricketer got it pretty spot on, I think in my eyes, and they said that Australia, when you get yourself two nil up, regardless of uh what's got you into that position, which in other words some people say carelessness for England, some people say savvy play from uh uh from England, when you get yourself two nil up, you, you're in a position to ride that luck. And as much as I, I think it's harsh to say England have thrown the series away. Um, they were 2-0 down and they were chasing the series so when things like this go go against you you um, you, you have to just take it because the rain the rain's coming in the way and to be honest there's not been an I, I did my research there's not really been an ashes series in in my living memory where rain hasn't affected it 2005 I think old traffic exactly. again uh 2019 wet at Lords uh 2013 I remember the final test was was wet it's there's always there's always rain around 2009 edge baston. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the that's point. Right. If, it, if it's England and in the summer, it will rain. It's just
1: that is what happens. And it's yeah. just unfortunate yeah. that it's rained at that point. But as you say, Australia were 2 0 up. Fair play to them. They were, you can't say, maybe you can't say they were the better side. They definitely took their chances in the big moments. They were better, especially Cummins. I think you almost hope that that first test, I think it's always been over, overshadowed how good an innings from Cummins that was. To win Australia that game, absolutely, um, yeah. that was an incredible knock and something that I think really helped, especially that Australia team who had lost a lot number of close test matches before. For him to do that as skipper was very, very impressive. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, at the end of the day, I think this this final test it is being billed as a dead rubber, but I think it's a bigger game than people think, just for the fact that if England win, it's a draw, and that is a, basically a loss for Australia. And again, it's technically a retention. But for them, any for any Australian team to be great, yes, as I said earlier, you have to win. Yeah. And A draw isn't good enough. They they actually look if you look back on 2019,
0: 2-2 wasn't actually what they wanted. They wanted to win. The ones exactly, on. and there's even even more riding on it. Really, um, think about it. Think of the age of the squads. We'll come to that in more in more detail later. But like, I don't think there's going to be there's going to be very very few players in the Australian side. Uh, they haven't actually named their side yet. Uh, but very few players in that in that squad who are going to be here in twenty twenty seven. Oh gosh, this sounds miles away. But like, I don't, I don't really see. I think it's labshane Head Murphy. I think that's, I think that's it, really.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe one of the seamers. I could see like if you see Cummins having like a Jimmy Anderson
0: type career. Yeah, yeah. Cummins. 30. thirty. He's the only of their big seamers, uh, who's not older than thirty. Uh, so that's 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 pretty, and, and 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 like that's that's so important for so many players. England, we we all know how old their side is, so um, well, especially especially in the seam attack. So that, that's gonna be it's gonna be so eager for them to win their last Ashes test, home Ashes test. Right. Yeah, and and as you said, go, also go, yeah. in four
1: years' time, you look at it and you go, oh, you don't know where Test Creek is gonna be. You don't know what the calendar's gonna look like, et cetera. Et cetera. Like you don't oh, know God. players gonna oh. play. T- more more franchise T Twenty cricket. You don't know
0: where the game's going to be in four years' time. So, yeah, you're spot on. And back to go back to the oval quickly before we look ahead. I think we're not going to get into the realm of predictions here because you'd be you'd be silly to try and predict anything that goes goes in um goes on in the series considering what's gone on. But uh, it's there's a few things to look at that I think are extra important. Obviously, Crawley runs. Uh, they say they've said what well, oh, the the inconsistency is what's going to happen when it's play with him, which seems strange. Anyway, runs for him. That's good. Wood, England, the same side for England. So Wood's in, that pace is obviously important, but I think what's going to be actually important is obviously labachain off the back of a hundred. That's, that's massive, isn't it? Like everyone was making a absolute shitstorm about all the, all the lack of runs that he'd scored. Uh, and it's, well, to be fair, it's only a second away, away ton. Um, so nine at home, two away, which is a pretty big, pretty big stat uh yeah so that, that's big that's probably a big mental block for him so you could expect you expect more runs from him at the oval i'd say um but with the oval it's always had dramatic tests over the years just looking back four years ago 2-1 going into that test tim Payne loses the toss uh australia bowl and england win uh so you'd, you'd be hope england got an excellent record at the oval 2005 2009 draw in twenty thirteen, uh testing my memory, but twenty nineteen a win again. They're looking they would be they'll be thinking they're hot favorites going into this, especially with the absolutely.
1: Oh, especially with all the momentum as well you've got from the last two games for England, the winner at Headingley and obviously they dominated at Old Trafford. Um but as we said actually look back at twenty nineteen I think a player to watch out for who I've said this for Australia. Mitch Marsh took a Fifer in twenty nineteen for Australia. He was, he's been really, really good, especially with the bat. Like I I said to you before, just as we were talking before the recording, he just looks, every time he goes out to bat, he looks so assured. His bat looks massive. He yeah, middles yeah, everything yeah, at the moment. It's ridiculous. He's, he's massive. massive. His massive.
0: Yeah. He just ball flies off. It's so, so good. Watch, <laughs> For man? a
1: bloke who literally...
0: It outs. He's-,
1: he's brilliant against England he's like Jermaine Blackwood he's like Jermaine Blackwood could only score runs against England yeah. Mitch Marsh
0: can only score runs against England like, I-, it's- it's- reference. I love it it's-, it's really really odd and for a man back- who's averaged 20 20- his average is 27 in test cricket and he's given I- I'd guessed 20-25 test matches he's had so it's not, not you're not talking small sample size there and he's played in Australia where they dominate at home and to average that you go well that's, that's pretty low but he doesn't bat like that does he and, nice. and I, I take back not that anyone really listens to this, but I take back my comment <laughs> of a uh, vibes based selection. Uh that was a pretty poor comment for me, but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll move from that. Uh, personally, I think I'm back in England. I'm not I'm not gonna say anything else any more than that. Uh, but I will will channel the, the words of Mike Atherton, the mutual friend of the show, uh, and say that which and he said that England, whilst they were not unlucky, they didn't deserve to lose that lose the game or not win the game in the fashion they did. So you'd expect, on top of everything we've uh, we've mentioned, you'd expect England to come firing, absolutely firing. I think it'll be a good pitch, You'll of pace in it. The a massive playing surface. Uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be a, it's going to be box office. I think it's going to be it can, it's not going to be a swan song for basketball any stretch by any stretch of the imagination, but it's going to be. It's gonna be high octane. That's that's my prediction. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rein it in there and uh, that's the a yeah. lot. Yeah, I
1: agree. I think it might I think it might be I think it might be a bit of a swan song for some players. I think as we've already alluded to, a lot of old players in the squad could be James Anderson's last test match, bit of speculation around that.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: maybe Stuart Broad's as well, I don't think so, but it might be definitely gonna be Moe and Ali's last test. There's no way he's gonna play again for England in test match cricket. Absolutely no chance. Do you think not with India coming yeah. up? No, he will say no. He he's. I don't think he's. Partic- I I don't think he likes test cricket, really. I don't think he likes yeah. being in the spotlight. If I I get the impression, whenever he does press conferences, I don't think he's a massive fan of being
0: in the media. Um, I, think, yeah, me, I think you're pretty spot on there because whenever he goes to the IPL, he's very. He's not the the. Well, he's obviously a bloody good player, but he's not the he's not the main article, is he? He just yeah. goes about his business, and yeah, I, I feel like he's. Probably quite bored of how the media treated him, or not yeah. necessarily the media, but how cricket has just treated him. Treated him,
1: mate. He's got three. I can't. Remember, he's got like the fewest players. He's got isn't it three hundred Test wickets and five, there's some stat? Uh, he's only three thousand Test runs, two hundred Test wickets. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's only the fifteenth player ever to do it, and, yeah, and like, most really people fun. in England think he's rubbish. It's like Absolute gun, mate. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like it just people don't know how to. I think the whole thing is is England have never known how to use him. No, like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's off. a luxury, luxury.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they look at him as a luxury because he's actually almost too good for his own good. Like he's almost yeah. too good a bat, but then all, almost not good enough a bowler. But then all of a sudden, he's taken two hundred wickets. He, like for a bloke who's allegedly crap, he's quite impressive.
0: Absol- <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, and we'll yeah, it, we'll, come, we'll come to obviously we are a podcast that pride ourselves on uh, speaking about the young young aspect of the game, but we'll come we'll come to who we're um, going to. Uh, tip to maybe replace the England England players that are on their way out? or I reckon we've got some there. Australians as well. I reckon we can oh, tip some Australians. To speak about. Uh, but I was just going to say, let's let's finish our little preview, our little conversation about specifically the fifth test with, obviously, it's final game. Where, in your eyes, do you think the series has been won or lost? I know I've got a f- few thoughts on it, but let, let's hear from you first. Um, I think the this, this series has been won or lost. I said, as I said earlier, in the big moments,
1: I think Cummins in that first test, he was the difference. I don't think that, I don't think the Stokes declaration actually makes that much of a difference. Without without Cummins in, I hate the chat he's got for that. It's such such as like, well, Cummins just batted well. Like at the end of the day, he won them that game. I actually think it would have been really interesting if they'd have picked Mark Wood in one of the first two test matches. Maybe you wouldn't have got him as he's performed so well in the third and fourth. Yep, but he's an interesting one. Weirdly, actually, I wonder if Wokes should have played earlier. I don't know how fit he was, but I I wonder if he should have played yeah. earlier because those two early pitches would have suited him. Uh,
0: I don't know. I think they, 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 he would have done better than others. He might have done better than Robinson and he probably would have balanced the side a bit more. Uh, but to be honest, that batting lineup in the first test was early at eight. It was long enough, wasn't it? Yeah. No, that's true. The, the, the selection, if you're looking at the... The pool of players who aren't available for both sides for Australia, it's Lion from the third test onwards, and that's it but in terms of every single player who they'd want in their team. They uh, have yeah. a couple issues with Green, but Marsh has come in and done as good, if not no. better. With England, you're looking at Archer, Stone, Leech as. Well, obviously, Archer and Stone—you're not saying they will have played all five games, but they want a 90 9 mile an hour bowler. We saw the impact Tong, Tong made at Lords. We saw the impact Wood has made at Headingley and Old Trafford. Ollie Pope, yeah, Ollie Pope again—massive, <laughs> massive loss. Um, and obviously didn't pick Paid, folks. <laughs> Bearstow being injured himself—it's uh, so complicated. How Bearstow getting injured brought B- Brook in. Brook made himself undroppable. And then they picked Bearstow because true to Basball. But then the fact that Bearstow has not been fit has absolutely shafted England, which leads me to my second point of where I actually think the series has been won and lost is on drop chances. Carey or for the old Trafford Test had taken 18 of 20 chances. Bearstow had taken something like five of thirteen or something. Like a ridiculous. I like, no, sorry, had dropped, had uh dropped five chances and missed the stumping. Uh then you then you go on top of to the drops that Anderson made at Lords Quaja in both innings. Um it's just root <laughs> drop catches as well. Root drop marsh, Headingley uh, didn't didn't go on to hurt in terms of the result, but definitely could have been wrapped up quicker that game if, if that drop I think I think drops, if you're gonna hinge it on one thing, you're gonna put it on you probably put it under the word uh li- being clinical and drops is a significant part of that for me. A million percent. I mean, you look at it, it's, it's really, Berso's a really, really tricky
1: one because you see him almost, almost him being bad makes him good. Like he has to be yeah, fired yeah. up by the press. You saw his interview after the 99, and he's just there, like all hyped up, just having claps back at yeah, the man. media. But I'm also there just going, like, you, it's not his fault he got injured. Obviously, something happened maybe on a golf course with Stokes. We don't know, whatever. It's this, he slid over, flipped over, broke his leg. And he's saying, like, he's recovered. Now, but he's, he's, his uh, surgeon was saying you shouldn't be playing, like it's a miracle you've been playing cricket. But you yeah, look was... at him from afar, we, we were both at the Headingley test match. He looks, he doesn't look fit. I mean, he might look no, a bit fitter yeah. now, but he just, he's moving
0: terribly. The, like, he's just, he just looks big. The way that he moved in contrast to how Kerry moved is ridiculous. And what yeah. was most noticeable. There are a few periods where I was able to get myself in at Headingley with the perks of my job, sat in the, uh, middle tier of hospitality for 20 minutes in a little break. <laughs> and there you're literally on top of the game. I can't explain how close you are. And the difference in moving, I, I don't want don't to want to publicly say Bearstow's unfit. I'm not saying that, but the difference in moving between those two keepers was chalk and cheese. And that was yeah. uh, reflected in the positions that they both find themselves in before they take a catch. Um, yeah, 100% I mean, agree with it, that. Bearstow's runs obviously important important runs at Edgbaston and important runs at Old Trafford or what should have been important runs but didn't were were immaterial in the end but oh, it's it's really hard it's really really hard yeah I um, mean looking looking forward as we can now look
1: forward to as we said older players going to be hard to pill players and still be playing at the next
0: Ashes Bairdsto, is he still going to be there? In is he still in England team moving forward? I don't know if he's got a point to prove. He'll be on. I don't actually know how old he is. 32. Yeah, I'll be back just, in playing in, in Australia. Maybe not. Maybe he's mates his he's mate. As long as Stokes is there, I think Bairdsto plays. Do you think?
1: Yeah, I think oh. that's I think that's a guarantee. I think. So that's. question
0: marks on Stokes's body, though, isn't there?
1: Yeah I, as I said I said as I also said this in the pre-recording I think if England win this Ashes series I think he retires from test cricket however now they haven't won it uh I think he's going to want to win in Australia and I think he believes he can lead a team to victory in Australia in 2025 Parker leader crusade stuff that isn't it yeah, I think,
0: think it. he'll be like I think that'll be right up his street he'll be there just like hyping everyone up you imagine like this thing come out of a Stokes led team in Australia imagine the, the damage they do to Melbourne yeah. circuit Sydney circuit yeah, exactly you know, they'd, be the, they'd be all over it and then they just play golf and just literally just hit sixes that's all <laughs> yeah. they'd
1: do and drink <laughs> Andre, that, that, they, I think that would literally be what they do. I and mean, win, like, I, think, I think, he'll, yeah, I think he'll. I actually genuinely think he'll, he'll
0: want to stick around for that and then he'll retire. That's my... Uh, I'd, I'd be all around that, but it's a lot of conjecture, isn't it? I think a lot depends on, on his body, uh, but mm-hmm. we've we narrowed it down. Our, our analysis here, the Undergraduate Academy has pinned it down to a new bowling attack for England and a new batting lineup for Australia. Well, yep. Australia... Kawaja 35 doesn't seem to have the question marks on his uh longevity that Warner does, but Warner 36 already said he's going to retire in the Pakistan yes. if he's even selected for that. Smith probably the last we've seen of him in England, I'd say uh and then so that's that's massive runs for them that's, that's it's so important though those three head and Abhan definitely definitely still around for me. Uh, Their head could be future captain stuff, maybe. I think he is. He captained the strikers for a bit, doesn't he? Uh, He captained the strikers. uh, That's uh, that's uh, obviously dependent on. um, He's probably going to be vice captain, I'd say, from now on. When now, obviously, I know it's Smith, but they've got to got to move on a bit, haven't they? So he, him, Labuschagne will be around. I'm not really sure how many of their bowling line will be around, but. That top, th- those three batters are an absolutely huge miss for them. Well, huge, huge boots to fill. They're obviously not gone immediately. And I think and Smith will play for a few years to come, but I don't think we've se- we'll see them again in England.
1: Yeah, and it's actually really interesting. I, I I know I've done a bit of research on Australian young batters to come through. And there's not like, there's a couple of players who are like, there going, oh yeah, they're really talented. But there's no one like outstanding. You're there going, oh yeah, this lad is definitely be the next cal off
0: the rank. Yeah, We've Pukowski's got, had a bit of bad luck, hasn't he?
1: Pukowski's had, obviously, all the head knocks he's playing for Weybridge in England at the moment. The, there's three lads. There's a Teague Wiley is the lad they really, really rate. He's quite young. He's yeah. a, a bat. I think he keeps as well. Uh, there's a Chandra, Chandra, his surname's Chandra Singer. I don't know his first name, but he apparently bats like, like I think he's like the Australian Dom Sibley.
0: Uh, I, I, I saw him score. was three hundred and forty ball ton a couple years ago. Yeah, he takes his time. He's quite a good player. And then obviously you've got, really stand- you've, you've
1: got your standards. You've got like your. We've already mentioned him on previous episodes. Cooper Connolly's really hyped up. Then you've got like your yeah, Bryce Streets, Henry Hunt, who have, have been around yeah, a bit.
0: Uh, I was going to say Henry Hunt is a. Uh, I think going to be one in one to look out for, and Matt Renshaw could easily come back in as well. He's I think he's only 27, 28. Yeah, Fraser McGurk. Um, Jake Fraser McGurk, he's been hyped up a bit. But, but you're know. right saying that there's there's no one, no outstanding candidate at the moment, is there? Yeah, I wonder if, I wonder if Josh Inglis might get a go. I, I don't think so. I think Kerry's got that locked down in all, in all honesty.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the only other bloke who's like on the tour. Because that's the thing, like because they, they haven't changed their team in such a long time and that batting line actually has been pretty set. There's no one like blind in the obvious who's, who's
0: no. there. And that's, that's, that's a lot of a lot of teams go through that regeneration, don't they? Yeah, I uh, imagine. I think them defending the Ashes next time is going to be harder for them. Uh, it's going to be the hardest defence of the Ashes they've had since, or since they lost it in 20, 2011. In Australia, a hundred percent, because it just,
1: there's just no like blindingly obvious candidates. Like not even because usually a couple of lads get a gig in like an ODI first. But there's been,
0: there's been no one really who's even played in their ODI team. No, it's the people, yeah. who, the people who have been playing in their ODI team are still older people, Stoinis, Zampa, yeah. uh, Abbott. They're not people who you'd expect to be playing Test match cricket in three, four years' time.
1: Whereas England, with players like Josh Tong, Matt Potts, obviously Leach to come back in as well, he's not as old as you think. They've got they've got a few players there who've already like settled into the side or like settled into the side. Is Joe Clark played Joe Clark's playing ODI, isn't he? As well, I think he'll he'll get a gig at some point, maybe.
0: Uh, I think that's a that's a name. Maybe that ship sails. Just, just leave it alone. Leave that one outside the off stump. But I think back um, to bowling. You've also got injury provider. You got Sakib Mood, You got Fisher. Uh, this, okay, you forget Matt Fisher played in the. Test matches over in yeah he, a teams, he? Yeah, yeah, Jamie
1: a good job. Job. Yeah, Jamie I think again. the
0: Overtons are done. I think I don't think they're going to play again. Oh, do you think? Well, I think they're done. I, I think I. I'm... I'm backing Jamie ahead of ahead of Craig.
1: There's no, okay. there's no, no. Yeah, Craig, Craig can't stay fit. Craig's not sorry, isn't he?
0: No, other way around, mate.
1: <laughs> really. Okay, yeah. I get them confused. Well, Jamie Overton
0: for Surrey doesn't really bear, he bowls and then gets injured again and then bowls. This, this week is his first, uh, this week is his second week back bowling and he's, yeah, allegedly reached high 80 miles an hour. Uh, yeah, so one to watch. I, I love him as a cricketer. I think he's, I think he's pretty top draw to be fair. Maybe. Uh, You've also got your friend Sam Curran. I'm, I'm all over him. I'm, I'm, I'm mortgage, mortgage on Sam Curran being a savior to England's Red Bull side. And, I'll, and it's, I'll tell you who, who I'm going to use, who I'm going to cite to back this up. Ed Smith. Ed Smith, former England selector. He couldn't be yeah. more than Sam Curran. He's a pretty respected viewer. And he says he give he, he gives personal anecdotes to back it up. But there's also stats. I don't think Sam Curran has lost a test match in England. I don't think he's played in a losing <laughs> test match. The point of difference, your bat seven, bat eight. Uh, Will's just... Uh, Sorting his uh barking dog, uh, <laughs> that's a nice distraction. Uh, he'll bat seven, he'll bat eight, he'll be a left out ar- left arm seaman. It's a complete point of difference. Ed Smith is absolutely all in on him, and I, I am too. I'd love him in, but I think, I think, I think it's come to the realization that England, if they're going to create flat wickets or if there's going to be flat wickets across the country, across the, across the globe, really, you need um. You need, you need your right arm seamers, like who are inevitably our most skillful bowlers, people like Broad, Anderson, Robinson, uh, Wokes. But Robinson's probably the only one of those who's going to play for the next four or five years. You need someone who bowls 87 plus. I, in my eyes, you need a left arm seamer, and he can probably go two right arm, 80 mile an hour wobble seams. Seam, but like the difference in height, the speed, and the bowling arm is so important for me, yeah. I
1: think I think I can see it I don't know with Curran just just the lack of I think he'll be
0: I think he'll be in the franchise T20 market I think I can see him just playing a lot of
1: franchise. yeah I'd
0: agree um, tell you an outside shout for him would be would be Topley if he can he can stay fit he's really not that old either and he's he's played a lot of is he playing football. I don't think he's playing any Red Bull
1: cricket though what, what, I don't think he, he was going to play much Red Bull cricket for Surrey before his injury was he or was he playing a bit
0: uh, he did play a lot last year and he looked good okay
1: um, yeah, he's, he's a good bowler and then I've said well my housemate who my uni or ex-uni housemate now because I've moved out uh, he, he said that Sam Cook from Essex is going to get a gig gotta get. Well, high,
0: I'm all over that yeah talented seamer. Oh, he's so pretty old, young as well actually fair, fair I would say he's older than 27, 28 I, I'm not too not too sure on that one Then um, you've obviously got Rayan Ahmed as well you do so, that's I, I don't know where I stand on on that. I don't. I think he's a bit too young for the Test side. I think he'll just keep playing in the in the white ball side for now. But as you said, are we going? Are we going to India? Did you say we're going to India? Going to India. So there's going to be so you'll play. They'll hundred percent play. Yeah, I think I think I think you will. But you pick normally take three spinners over there. So him Leach, and then that's could that's that could be fast. anyone. The, that's that's that could be anyone. That's third nice. spinner could be anybody. But if, if we're taking back to the Ashes, I think England are pretty set in terms of their future batting uh Brooke, Pope, Crawley, massive nucleus to build around. I think Root probably has another home ashes in him. Duck it. Oh duck it. yeah. Sorry, completely swept my mind. But you see what I mean? That well, was makes my point even stronger, doesn't it? Like it's it's four players who have all averaged well apart from pope been injury, been injured, all averaged about 40 this test match. Brooks obviously had a ridiculous start to his test career. Uh, I think Pope would be the eventual captain as well so yeah there's a there's a lot lot to be positive about for England I think uh, because they've, they've sort of devised this formula and they've got a lot of players blooded to um to come in and take that and there's but counter cricket at the moment is just a lot of people just challenging the norms you still have your siblings getting 300 ball tons but you've got people like Ollie Robinson scoring running Jamie Smith Jamie Smith I think it's between the one of those two to be the next England keeper in my eyes James, uh, James Ruse, the other one, he's scoring he scored quite a lot. He's scoring a lot as well. He is that bit younger at the moment. He's only 19. It's very, very rare that he gets the a... amount of
1: keeper bats. There is going to be a point, I reckon, where these they're just going to have to do someone's just going to have to do like that Ollie Pope role, where Ollie Pope was a keeper. I think people forget Ollie Pope came into sorry yeah. yeah. as a keeper. I think someone like Jamie Smith or Ollie Robinson might just get into the England
0: side just as a bat, and people were going to remember they keep. But like... yeah, I won't be surprised. Jamie's sort of that mold anyway at the moment, isn't he? Because he keeps in the white ball stuff. For sorry, but then when folks is back, they he, he bats at four, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's he's a very very good cricketer. We know. we're highly highly rated on this show, isn't he? Uh, yeah. I, I think I think England are in a good in a good spot, and I'm not not too sure about the whether the same could be said for Australia with an aging bowling attack and an aged batting lineup. 100% I agree with that uh, but I'm like I said I'm hoping it's 2-2 I'm more in favour of 2-2 than 3-1 I'd be bloody pissed off if, it, if it's a draw <laughs> yeah imagine after all that it's like the oval I just hope I hope it's a good
1: pitch like because the oval, yeah. oval yeah. sometimes can be really like just flat
0: yeah like just yeah. really yeah. flat yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I mean it has rained a lot down here like it's rained a lot so I wonder if yeah. that will affect yeah. it um I also the other thing I haven't really said, I can just see Steve Smith scoring a ton. Oh. He's due.
0: He, he He's I also love. I love. I'm a bit of a Test match special man, and Andy Zaltzman is all over the fact that Steve Smith scores no second innings runs.
1: But yeah,
0: he, he is fourth innings chase stuff. Yeah, um, Australia. Oh, well, what, what do you reckon Australia would do with they in the toss? Because obviously England have one all four tosses before this. You think? You think they bowl? I think they'd bowl as well. I really do, and that would be interesting. Steve Smith, fourth innings hundred, last bit of a swan song in England for him. There's going to be so yes. players who are just ridiculously up for it. I think there's no way to draw a It's just because of that. Yeah, I, I think right. you're right. I actually think it's almost being undersold as like some dead rubber when actually there's quite a lot on the game. No, nothing. <laughs> it's nowhere near a dead rubber is it. It's it's mm. so much on it. It's unfortunate that England can't win the series. And that mm-hmm. does take away a little bit, but there's still, it's still going to be so much on it and for the players as well. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and I think South London will be a pretty good place to be Sunday or Monday night. Uh, I think that there'll be some good stories coming out from there, I would have thought. So. Yeah, although the train strikes aren't really going to help anyone's travel around any, if you want get, to get around. Oh, no. <laughs> And on that uh, very British note to, mo- to, uh, yeah, exactly. to talk about uh, train travel, we'll, public transport, <laughs> we'll, we'll end this 10th episode. Cheers, guys. We hope you enjoy watching the test match as much as us. Uh, we'll be watching Keely and thank you for listening. Yeah, cheers. Woo!